Hey y'all, Joe Pilka here. The Crush Life on My Way podcast. I'm on my way to work. A couple minutes here in the morning, usually just dropping what's on my mind. Trying to relate it to other people's lives and, and seeing how we can all learn from each other and and uh, make our lives a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit, a little bit uh, more fun, right? And uh, try to do it all together. I know yesterday I was pissed, um, and I tried to manage it. I tried managing my emotions and not being caught up in my emotion and retaliating just based off my initial reaction. And I did a good job. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I didn't, (laughs) I may have come on here and vented to my friends. Um, but I, uh, didn't direct that negativity back into my household towards my wife. Um, right away. (laughs) I mean, I really, I didn't in general, like actually at all after the fact. And it made for a better day and a better afternoon and a better evening, which was great. And it allowed me to kind of take stock of what I was doing. You know, there's a really cool trick I heard from Jordan Peterson. And uh, he'll say, like, when him and his wife get into an argument, this makes sense. When him and his wife are about to get into, like, a heated argument, you know, and stuff, you're going to say those things that, you know, you shouldn't say because they can really hurt a relationship when you start getting super personal attacking. I mean, you know, you and your partner or your best friend or your family member, you know how to hurt each other. You know the stuff that they're sensitive to. You know their their fears and their, um, I guess, what's it called when you're uh, insecure, their insecurities. And when somebody hurts you, you know you can press on those insecurities to hurt them back. And it's not cool, um, but we do it. Maybe not all of us, but some of us do it. And so when you feel attacked, you attack back and it's, um, it's not healthy. You know, he'll say, Jordan Peterson will also say like, you know, and I've said this uh, a couple weeks back, I think, but why would you ever try to win an argument with somebody like that in your family? Because all you're doing is defeating them and then you're living with a defeated person and then that's not healthy and it's not helping. But he'll say, so he said when him and his wife get into an argument or they're about to like get to that heated stage, they'll both you know, seclude themselves in separate rooms, you know, they'll separate to separate rooms and which is hard to do because all you want to do is fight and win, right? And let the other person know they're wrong. But then they'll ask themselves, like, what did I do to contribute to where this is at? And if you can look inside and be open and honest with yourself and say, Hey, you know what? I could have left earlier or I'm being a jerk or I'm being insensitive, or I'm being impatient. Can you do that? And if and once they do, then they'll come back to each other and they'll say, "I realize I can, you know, I contributed to this problem by doing XXX." And then the other person will say their part. And it's hard to do, especially when we're stubborn. But man, how healthy could that be? It's it's almost like extreme ownership, right? It's just like when something at work goes wrong and you know it was your fault and you're like, hey, I messed up. I didn't put it on my calendar or I was running late or I was in the bathroom and I couldn't get out or, 
you know, I got a late start or whatever your whatever happened, things happen to everybody. You know, you can go to work for a thousand days and, you know, on a day thousand and one, you do something wrong. I mean, it's inevitable. Something's going to happen. It just is. You're going to miss a meeting. You're going to, you're going to run late. You're going to F something up. But can you, can you be open? Can, and can you just say, Hey, this is what I contributed. And I, and this is, I could see how I messed it up doing this and that. And the other person doesn't, and you come together. And I know those emotions don't subside right away, but if you can not let that emotion override your action, that's the key, right? It's like not punching somebody in the face at the bar when they're being a jackass. <laughs> uh, and I use bar for an example because, you know, we used to get out of hand at bars. But it's like not hitting somebody, in the, you know, or punching somebody or coming across or not retaliating. Can you manage that emotion? And most of us can, except when it's words, right? It's easy just to throw little jabs and little little digs, little needles at people. And guys, and I'll say guys especially, because, you know, we, I grew up in an environment, not like grew up, but even as, you know, teenager and into college, high school and college, like we just give each other shit. We break each other's balls. We bust each other's balls. And um, it's a way of bonding too. But that can be super negative. I remember when I first started stuff like this, this podcast, a couple of my buddies, you know, were giving me a hard time. Oh, you Mr. Positivity and this and that. and But that was just them. Like when I pulled them off to the side and started talking to them and saying, hey, this is something that really is important to me. And I, you know, I appreciate you, your support. And then they're like, oh man, you know, I was just kidding. I love what you're doing and anything I can do to help. And so that's, that's there, but it's innate in us, in our older relationships just to do that. That's what we do. And so it's uh, something we kind of have to wean ourselves out of, I suppose, because it's not the healthiest. When people do want to grow, when you do want to take 30 days off of something, when you do want to try something new and you're afraid what your buddies are going to say, that's all there is to it. You try going golfing and not drinking and your buddies, some of them will give you a hard time. Maybe when they were younger, maybe not so much when you're older. So managing your emotions It's a big deal. Not letting it get the best of us. Think about it when you're driving. Road rage. Man, I used to be fired up. And I'm guessing that's from driving in Chicago, right? You got to be pretty aggressive. And then I moved out here to Phoenix. I'm like, come on, people. Move it. And I'm like, people can't drive around here. Well, for the most part, that probably means you're late, right? If you're fired up and you got to get going, you're probably late. Can you let those emotions subside? Anyway, an update on yesterday. I made it to my meeting about five minutes late. But the meeting, you know, five minutes was just, they were just like getting into the meet. Like they were all just kind of catching up from the night before and from the holidays and um, getting settled. So I walked in and I apologized and nobody cared. They were like, hey, good time. And we're just about to start. Bam. But I do not like being late. It's something I truly hate. I mean, I hate it. I, I think it's disrespectful. Um, yeah, I'm, I could sit here and say I'm a people pleaser. And so being late, I feel like is disrespectful. And I just, I, it's something about it. And also with golf, <laughs> I relate everything to golf. You can't be late. I mean, you have a tee time. You have to be on time for the tee time or you're not going to go. Right. Or you'll have to skip like the first hole, which, well, that's not going to happen because then I won't get a full score. And I'm paying, you know, hundreds of dollars to play this golf course. You better believe I'm going to be on time. But no, I just, 
I hate being late. I truly do. Um, unless it's for church. For some reason, I'm okay with being late for church. It's ridiculous. But anyway, I just wanted to catch up with you all and say uh, thanks for the support. Managing your emotions. You know, hanging in there. Not letting that anger and jealousy or whatever it is, envy or just bad attitude or impatience get the best of you. You know what I mean? Do the best we can. Go fire it off. Go go run. Go take a walk. Get outside. I know it's simple, but the whole count to 10 thing, that's legit. You might have to count to 30. You might have to count to five minutes. <laughs> you might have to go home for the day and take a mental health day, but you'll get through it. I love you all. You're great. I appreciate the text message. Scotty, you're the best. Yesterday, that was so cool. The text message you sent, he would say, I'm going to share it real quick. He was like, you know, I'm going to paraphrase, but he was like, yeah, my son asked me, you know, what are we going to do today? Like last weekend, he's like, hey, bud, he's like, we're going to crush life. And I just, just, it made me so happy because it's so cool. You know, it's such a cool little answer. Like we're going to crush life. Like that means a million things, you know, it's like, we're going to go to the zoo and crush life. We're going to do whatever. Uh, And so I appreciate um, the little vote of confidence and the support, brother. I I sincerely do. Hope you guys all have a great day. I'm pulling into the parking garage here. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to crush life. Mm